So, Miles, give me a little bit about yourself first. All right. My name is Miles Bonnie. I'm a uh, musician and community issues worker. No matter where I live, I'm currently living in New Mexico. And I'm also a father and a husband and just uh, exploring life with everybody else. So how did you how did you get into um, hip hopping? Hip hop. So basically, I um, you know, the older I get and the further away I am from New York City, the more I realize how kind of amazing it is that I was there at the time that I was. Um, my dad grew up in Kansas, but went to New York City in the seventies to pursue being a professional trumpet player, and so. Because of that, I was born in New York City in 1980, and so I was right next to and right after the birth of hip-hop in the Bronx, and then I grew up in New Jersey where I listened to and was exposed to a lot of hip-hop and jazz and classical, and when I went to Kansas to go to school, I met a bunch of people who were actively making music, and it was really great to be around them, Uh, people like Jeremy Nesbitt and Approach and Johnny Quest and a bunch of people that we collaborated together and I learned some things and grew a lot and I've just been doing it ever since. Oh, when you say uh, New Jersey, I mean, I have family in New Jersey as well. So it's kind of mm, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Where in New Jersey are they? Um, everybody lives in like um, Washington Township, um, um, Bergen County area. I was in Bergen County. I was in Teaneck. I mean, small world. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I was listening to your new song on on um on Apple Music. I really yeah. like it. Thanks. And then I've Is been that the also... one about our love. Uh. No, it's the one? um. I think it was called "Baby Wants Shoes." <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and then I was just listening to t- tonight was, um, "Welcome to Heaven." Nine beats. Oh yeah, that beat. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks. Yeah, really good. Yes, yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I'm so what's cool about those, I guess, is, you know, I I used to make a lot of beats when I lived in Kansas City and before then. And then I started using other people's beats when I started singing. But I'm really wanting to get back to using my own beats. And I think I'm I was actually thinking last couple of days about doing a project where I'm singing and playing horn, but only over my own beats. So I'll probably do that sometime later this year. But the next project that's going to come out is really that I'm really excited about. It's almost done is me and my wife Shore's album where we're both singing and there's a lot of great beats and I only made one of them, but I'm, it's a really strong album. And I think it's going to be, um, I think people are going to like it a lot. And so that'll be out like early uh, summer or late spring. Um, so that's something I'm really looking forward to too. So I'm excited to hear what you think about that when it comes out. That's exciting. Um, so is that, what kind of, kind of um, um, systems do you use when you're in the studio? Yeah, so I um, 
I currently am still using the same thing I used like 10 years ago, which is an older version of Pro Tools. And um, I've bought some better mics recently. I have a wide variety of microphones. And um, and that's most of it because since I've um, done more singing, it's really about how to capture the voice and then how to mix it. Um, and then I'm still making beats on an MPC 2000 XL, which is my favorite, but I haven't done that nearly as much in the last few years as, as singing. So still using Pro Tools and stuff, but I am going to um, also start using more so Logic on a laptop and some newer plugins and things, which um, I'm just kind of getting back to exploring. Is Logic, is it better than, um, well, I'm using um, GarageBand to record yeah. some music, but I mean... Mm -hmm. yeah i think logic's just like a much more a, a much bigger garage band so they're pretty similar as far as how they work but logic is um has a lot lot more of everything so if people ever feel like they're doing all they can in garage band logic would be a good next step for sure that's cool well who's your biggest yeah. influence well probably my dad because I grew up watching him play trumpet and he exposed me to a lot of music. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to realize who's had major influences on me. I know that for singing, I was a huge boys to men fan in the nineties. So I definitely credit them with um, helping me want to sing more even many years before I started to sing in public. Um, but man, I I actually watched a, a thing last night on Netflix that I hadn't watched yet about producers and hip hop history and huge fan of um like Timberland and Pharrell and all those kind of people and Pete Rock. Um but obviously for singing D'Angelo was really huge for me. And um Roy Hargrove, a really great trumpet player, was also a huge influence for that kind of style for sure. So do you do shows in, in where you're from now or just? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm doing shows here. I'm just getting back to doing a lot of DJing. And actually there's a music school that just opened. Um, shout out to Weird Bird Music and uh, this lady Ariel is doing amazing things out here. Just opened it and I'm going to start teaching lessons there. So that'll be fun. And then eventually I'll teach lessons online too for people that want to learn trumpet or anything they think I might be able to teach them well. Um, so a lot of DJing, but after our album's out, we're definitely going to do a lot more performing, me and my wife, Shore and I, because um, it'll be exciting to share new music with people. And a lot of the songs that I like the most are really like old um, for myself. You know, I did a lot more work around like 2011, 12, 13 than I have in the last 10 years. So um, it'll be nice to have some new songs that I can kind of relate to differently. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. And a lot more shows that come out of that, including. Um, in Kansas and elsewhere. Now, how old how old are the students you'll be working with if you got if you do the yeah yeah the music school will be cool because it's actually going to be um, kids and adults, which I think is great. So um, I'm planning on doing like DJing and some beat making, maybe some vocal stuff. There's actually a lot of people that already signed up to to learn trumpet, which is cool. We just kind of had the grand opening uh, last weekend and already apparently there's like seven students and a bunch for trumpets. So that'll be, that'll be really fun. I've only given a few trumpet lessons, um, 
but I really am excited to help people get started on trumpet and also learn how to kind of develop a tone or a sound that they really like. I think that's kind of one of the most important parts in addition to eventually maybe learning how to read music and stuff. My nephew is um, just, I guess my mom bought him a, a uh, horn for, for his birthday and he's very awesome. into it. <laughs> but Cool. He doesn't know how to use yeah, it. You know, that's all right. You know, uh, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, the, when parents um, talk about, you know, maybe a little kid getting a drum set for the first time. It can be really noisy. But, you know, unfortunately for them, that's what it takes is you got to start using the thing and getting comfortable with it. So that's cool that he's into it for sure. Yeah. He's only uh, just turned five. So it's something new, I guess. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, the earlier, the better, you know, especially you can tell him that if he's ever um, wants to practice or play and he doesn't have his trumpet with him, he can just take out the mouthpiece and carry that around and buzz on it. And that's a great rate of practice, even if you don't have the trumpet with you, you can just put it in your pocket. That's a good idea. Yeah. Does your does your child like um, music too? Yeah, I have a couple of kids, and um, one's definitely into music. I think she has a really good ear for maybe being a producer or you know, manager. I don't know. She doesn't necessarily, she likes to make music, but also she's just really savvy. So she might be good in the business side. And then, um, some of my other kids also are into making music. One of them definitely likes to DJ. The idea of DJing is really exciting. So, uh, we'll see, but, um, yeah, there's going to be some music coming out. Um, and even the person who's not into music as much as into soccer, which I also love. So it's always cool to see what kids get into. Yeah. Are you going to be watching sure. the the um the game, the Super Bowl? I am um I wish I was because I am not a huge sports guy. I love baseball and stuff, but um I'm going to actually be traveling on that day, so I won't be in front of a TV, but um because a lot of my family uh is from Kansas City, they're pretty yeah. excited and I'm and I'm excited for them to watch the game. I'm sure it'll be Entertaining as always. It's always such an event. And I want to see Usher. Yeah. Apparently Usher's doing the halftime, yeah. so that'll be cool. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be cool. Yeah. Are you gonna be watching it? I guess. I mean, I'm not into I'm not I'm, I'm <laughs> not a, I'm not a sports kind of person, but I mean I'll watch Yeah. I'll watch it. If there's For sure. I mean, yeah, I'm not that into sports, but I'm just Taylor Swift might be there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure she will be. It's all but, the talk. At the top, you know, she's, yeah, I guess, everybody's ex- everybody knows she's coming from back from Korea or something. The Tokyo, I know it's it's a uh, major news, so a lot of people yeah. are excited about that one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What's the process of re- writing a song or putting a beat together? For sure. Yeah. I appreciate that question. Um, I guess I have to be in the mood to do it since I don't make music every day in order to make a beat. I have to, I, I tend to now like envision the kind of thing I want to make 
um, just so I know kind of what I want to start out with. And that could be um, a certain energy I want to capture or, um, or create or certain types of drums or a certain process because there's so many different ways and types of sounds and instruments that people can use to make beats. Um, right now, at this point in my life, I like to go in knowing what equipment I want to use to get started. And then um, if it comes to writing a song, I tend to write songs based on the music. So if I already have a beat or something, I tend to listen to that. And um, some of my best early songs, or I'll just say that my earliest songs, I would listen to the beat for a long time and walk around and just think about different melodies and then different words and write it while listening. And that worked out well. Um, but at the same time, some of my most popular songs were freestyles or improvisations. Like Yes I Do was just a freestyle, just hit record and listen for maybe the first time and just do something. And same with um, Lumberjack Soul was also not written. So um, it's interesting to see, you know, what happens regardless of the way that we get started on a song for sure. Would you see any of your songs played on any TV show that you think of or a movie? I'd be open to it. I, I think like if I was, um, if I was making music as like a profession full time, I would, be more involved in that sort of thing of getting music on TV shows because I don't make most of my money from music. I do it from like community work that, um, that'd be cool if it happened, but I don't, I probably make music that I want to make rather than music that I think would do well to be synced or added to like a TV show or video game. But I know a lot of people that do that. And I know that when I'm ready to do it, I have a lot of good people I can ask. Shout out to Farnell Newton, who's a trumpet player that knows a lot about that stuff. And uh, it's it's a cool thing. It's a good way for musicians to get exposure for sure. So I'm definitely open to it. And I'd love for that to happen someday. Yeah. I have a friend that I have a friend in Nashville and she got her songs played on a couple of um, series, series like Dance Moms and some other yeah. interesting shows. Yeah, for sure. I do watch those shows. And sometimes my wife and I will like, you know, assess the music. But um it's cool. You know, it's hard to make money from music nowadays. So yeah, yeah. people love music and they find a way to do it. More power to them, you know? Yeah. For sure. If you if you had the chance to um, work with anybody, who would you want to work with next? Hmm, that's a cool question. I guess two people that come to mind is um, one of the things that made it easier for me to not make music for uh, a few years is I just um, was enjoying other people's music, and I, there's a lot of artists that came out after I uh, did a lot of uh, music releasing that. I enjoyed and that kind of also inspired me to get back into singing. Um, and um, one of those people is definitely Nick Hakim, who um, is a singer on ATO records and I like his music a lot. So that'd be fun to do something with him. Um, Siobhan uh, Shore, my wife and I are both friendly with Nye, uh Napalm, I guess is her name from Hiatus Coyote. And so that'd be cool to collaborate with them someday. Um, but I'm honestly like, you know, I think a lot of it is, uh, a lot of music collaborations happen from people liking what you do. 
And so I definitely want to spend my time right now uh, making new music and releasing it so people kind of know what I'm capable of right now. And I think that through that, um, I'll reconnect with people and connect with new people and then new opportunities will, will come for collaboration or, or anything else. So I'm excited to get some new good music out because um, I've made music over the last decade, but I haven't really put that much effort into it um, like I'm yeah. going to. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Man, I, I what was the too, first project? I, what? Well, I was going to ask, what's the first project of mine that you re remember hearing? How did you first hear about my music? Just, I'm just, I guess I found you. I, I, I think I was following you for years. It just, your name, your name popped up. Cool. Thanks. And I just, I, then I just kind of listened to it and I said, oh, this is interesting. Never heard anything yeah, like cool. this before. <laughs> well, I mean, awesome. well, I mean, like, there's a lot of, I love the um, 90s um, hip hop. And then, then when I found your music, I said, oh, I like this much better. Oh, cool. Thank you. That's awesome. Appreciate that. Yeah, it definitely comes from 90s hip hop. Um, yeah, I was watching, again, a documentary the other night, and they were talking about hip hop mixtapes and um, tapes or CDs. And I I hadn't realized until I watched that how um, how much I was inspired by mixtapes, both actual tapes that I would buy in New York City from people like DJ Clue or also um, kind of mixed CDs. And I realized, like, oh, actually, my first album – that I made when I was singing, which was called Smell Smoke, was um, a CD I just burnt myself, kind of like a mixtape. And then um, when I was in a group before that, a hip-hop group called Sounds Good, we made little CDs and handed them out at our university um, all day. And so that's where a lot of my music started. And it was cool to make those connections and kind of look backwards sometimes. So thanks for sharing how you found mine and what you thought about it. That's cool to hear. I mean, I started uh, my radio show on campus, Two Guys in the Sound System, and I brought it back to Kansas City. And then awesome. just keep just keep on interviewing so many people that I love. And then, um, so that's great. Of, man. And then, and which just, which campus did you have this radio show at? Um, Delaware. University, oh, Delaware! You, awesome. And University of Delaware. Yeah, very cool. And then I it's just awesome. kind of just came back and said, you know, let's let's bring it back. I mean, my my best friend was a part of it too, but he lives in the East Coast, so there's it's hard to mm -hmm. do shows back and forth. So I said, I'll take For it sure. over, take it over, and do whatever I can do with it. Nice, that's great. I I can relate. There's been a lot of things that I've started and stopped over the years. I even had like a podcast and around like 2002 or something like a long time ago before it was kind of a more well-known thing. And um, yeah, I get it. And there's certain things I've, I had a radio show out here called the record ceremony and I even had a version of it on the radio in Kansas city. And so it's, that's something that's kind of like what you're talking about where I started then I stop it and I started again in a different form. And so it's kind of cool to keep things alive that way. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of podcasts. I just do it on the side and it just keeps me going. I mean, but... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, projects are important. And I do music on the side. Like, I do spoken word on the side, but that's about it. Awesome. Do you ever do any spoken word on this show? 
No, I'm too afraid. <laughs> All right. If you ever want to drop some, I'm 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 excited to hear it. Well, I all I do have music on on Apple Music and Spotify and all fun stuff. All right, cool. Would I just look for it under your name? Yeah, just I yeah, just Daniel. All right, Lund. cool. All right, awesome. I'll check that out sometime. And Thanks the for telling al- me. The, the album is called Begin. Begin. All right, cool. Got it. Thanks for telling me. Yep, I found it already. 2021. Boom. Hey, cool album cover. Did you do that? Um, I had somebody do that for me. Yeah, it's a cool collage. I have the 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 pole the picture on the wall on my in my apartment on the on the wall. Yeah, like the real art piece. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. We have um we got a uh, we bought a painting from a painter out here that we're gonna use for our uh the short Miles Bonnie album that um, we're going to use as artwork too. So it's, it's cool to have a physical version of that for sure. That's awesome. That other single on that album is called um, dream. And mm-hmm. um, there, that's another album cover, the same person that did the cool that, and it's all magazine oh, yeah. or newspaper. Yeah, that's really cool. Looks good. I can see it. Same. Yeah, awesome. What's like, do you have any favorite songs that you've written? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think I'm, I, I do. There's certain songs that um, I still like to perform. Cause I can still relate to them. Some, some of my older songs I can't relate to anymore cause my life's changed. But, um, the first song I wrote as a singer was one called what it is I see. And that was, um, I guess it was only released on a EP called closer love. I want to say around like 2009 maybe. And, um, just because that was one of the first songs I wrote and I spent a lot of time writing it and I have good memories of, um, where I was and how I felt on the days when I was writing it. Um, that's something that I, I still really like. And I think about a lot is that song, what it is I see. Another one I still perform is called learning to fly. And that one, um, the music was made by DJ day and it's incredible. Um, and I still really relate to that song. And I find that when I perform it, it's still a song a lot of people can relate to also. So that's still one that I like to perform for sure too. This, the album that I did um, begin, I did that all in college with a friend. Wow, cool. So, yeah, so just got to all the, all the experience of life in college and all the, I guess, all my issues, I just put it down on the paper. I'm just... Like, I, I, I'm a huge fan of getting getting emotions out of the body, you know, it's okay to feel them and it's so, and it's important to get them out so they don't sit around and drive us crazy or hurt us someday. So that's awesome. And I mean, dream is a song that I wrote when I would, I was, I woke up and then it just came to me and I said, okay, it's a real dream. And it's real, really happened. So that's wow. a true, 
and then you got the my uh true story that's mostly about my legs um okay because i'm in the wheelchair and i can't help it now so it's kind of tough for sure i understand i used to um there was a guy who lived outside of kansas city named jason gallagher and he was in his wheelchair as well and i used to work with him actually around the time when i started singing I wrote a lot of songs while I was working with him in his apartment, and so I, I can understand to a certain degree how that goes. So, you know, it's how it is. I'm doing all right. I'm just getting yeah. around. Well, you know, yeah, it's a day-by-day thing, I'm sure. And I actually was just watching one of those episodes of uh, last night of um, uh, Queer Eye. Uh-huh. And they had a, an episode with this dude in New Orleans who was in, in a wheelchair. And it was great to to learn more about what his experience is like and for more people to see that as well, too. I don't know if you saw that, but it's a pretty good episode. Yeah, I saw I saw those episodes when when they aired. I know the first I know there's I think there's a new season, but that was that was last season's for sure. And there was one in Kansas City, too. Yeah, I was kind of surprised it went for, there for a while. That was cool that they did that. That was very exciting. For sure. Yeah. No, it's good. Well, um, Good to show people, people Kansas City's really like. Yeah. Where can people listen to your music at? Mm-hmm. So it's on all the streaming stuff. I don't really... Like, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I don't spend enough attention uh, adding things to YouTube, but I know there's music on there. It's definitely on Spotify and Tidal and um, Apple Music. Uh, Just search Miles Bonnie, M-I-L-E-S-B-O-N-N-Y. And um, it's also on Bandcamp. And the benefit of Bandcamp is it's not probably exactly what people that are into streaming um, may use the most. But if you're willing to donate something or download some MP3s, or even if you just pay for the MP3s but don't download them, you can stream um, projects. And the benefit is the music goes directly to the artist. and um yeah so it's everywhere and um i also have vinyl out um and my website is not very well updated but i'm working on getting like a store together and we'll be um relaunching my website and making things easier to buy uh definitely by this summer so um yeah if you can follow me at miles bonnie m-i-l-e-s-b-o-n-n-y on instagram that's where i post the most but uh yeah that's about it well that's cool Again, everything new, new and stuff. Yep, coming out of the cocoon again. (laughs) Put it, putting in the effort. You know, I I neglected a lot of stuff for a long time, so it's exciting to feel like I'm ready to dive back in and make everything good again. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for um, interviewing me, man. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on. I was very excited. Cool. Well, I know you've told me about the podcast a, a bunch online, so it's good to be here and get to good to have a conversation with you. All right. Well, I'll let you know when this is all up, and um, I'll maybe it's maybe up tomorrow, today, later tonight. Awesome. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, take care, man. All the best to you in your music, and thanks for listening. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Have a good night. You too. All right.